BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Travis Cronin. You're listening to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. Today, as always, I am joined by my two lovely co-hosts, the lady with an eye for makeup and mezcal, Gwen Flamberg. You know, I feel so seen by you, Travis. Nobody ever (laughs) describes me quite to a team like you do. Hey, guys. (laughs) And the woman who can transition from talking about Wizards of Waverly Place to the Washington, whatever sports team they have, Sarah Hirod. Ironically, also the Wizards. Hello, Travis. Oh, look at that. The Wizards of Weebly Place to the Washington Wizards. That's not what I said. (laughs) Well, I hope that I hope both teams have a good time. Well, today, guys, we are jam packed with news. The drama has been spilling over in Hollywood, and we are so excited to talk about it. We have rehab, we have lost cats, we have family drama, we have messy housewives. We it's it's the new partnerships that I'm sure you guys heard about. We're gonna talk about is scalding hot tea. But before we get into all of this, let's start with our woes of the week. The story that just made our hosts go aghast and just say, Well, whoa. Gwen Flamberg, what made you go whoa this week? You guys, I am still picking myself up off the floor after I saw the Gucci Love Parade fashion show in L.A. For the first time ever, Hollywood Boulevard was shut down for a fashion show. And, you know, Gucci is amazing. Alessandro Michele, the creative director and lead designer, always knocks it out of the park. But he chose some familiar faces for the runway. Macaulay Culkin, you guys, did you ever think you'd see old Mac being a model? Well, he strutted his stuff. He looked amazing. Jared Leto, of course, who is a face of Gucci. And also we saw Jodie Turner-Smith, who's like, you know, as we've talked about here before, one of my favorites because she's so beautiful. But more than that, so cool and so smart. So Gucci Love Parade, it just, I'm smelling salts, you guys. I needed to be woken up after I fainted from the fabulousness. I just hope they power washed Hollywood Boulevard because that is a raunchy, raunchy street that they had to walk down. And I did really like the uh, X'd out duct tape pasties that Gucci was showing this season. Never a bad time for pasties. I love a pasty, Trav. You know that. Tassels the whole thing. I know. Give me a harness any day, especially by a designer. (laughs) Sarah Huron, please tell me your woe involves pasties this week. You know, it doesn't. I actually must have missed this parade. But um, all I can really talk and think about is congratulations. 
Kardashian Pete Davidson, but I know we're yes. going to get there. But the real woe is I literally can't stop word vomiting about these two. But I would like to give a little shout out to maybe a little more young Hollywood breakup between Chase Stokes and Madeline Klein of Outer fame. John B. and Sarah have called it quits behind the scenes ahead of season three. And, you know, we, we love we love an on-screen relationship and we love an on-screen relationship gone wrong even an off-screen relationship. When they still have to work together. Yes, even more. I mean, these two are just beginning. This show is so popular. Who knows when it's going to end and if they'll get back together. But for now, they have called it quits. After a little over a year together, a source told Us Weekly, they've been trying to work it out for quite some time, but decided going their separate ways was best. They both have busy schedules, which made it hard for them to spend a lot of time together. They have no bad feelings toward each other and remain friends. Q Ross Butler of 13 Reasons Why fame entering the chat and dancing with Madeline in Milan and now commenting all these like drooling emojis on her photos, which is how we found out that Chase and Madeline were yeah. a thing behind the scenes. Um, he previously denied that they were dating. They're just friends. Quote, I dance with all my friends. He told TMZ, but something it tells me we got some teen drama with real with 20 year olds brewing, <laughs> but they play teenagers and nothing makes me happier. <laughs> Oh, God, I live for Outer Banks. John B., Sarah, hope it's not awkward on set. I hope it is. Well, speaking of <laughs> uh, speaking of awkward on set, my woe of the week goes to Scott Disick. No, he has not entered depression rehab yet because of Kravis's engagement. But he uh, commented under Courtney's picture of Penelope, sort of like, oh, I'm totally okay with that what really made me go whoa is that he is back filming for the Hulu show. I am very excited to see what he has to say about all of the Kravis tales. And just the fact that he's filming with them again just really put me aghast. I sort of thought he would just sort of crawl into a hole and cry in the Hamptons and stay there. But nay, he is back to filming. But enough about that. I want to get into the news because we are going to talk about Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. I'm shocked, but also not shocked. Sarah, what can you tell us about this budding relationship that is horrifying all of the country? I mean, I literally have just no words, but also every word, you know what I mean? Um, So obviously, if you haven't been living under a rock, Kim hosted SNL a few weeks ago. Pete was in a bunch of her sketches. They even kissed in one. They've actually known each other for a couple years. There was that Kid Cudi birthday dinner that everyone talked about in late night shows for a while back in 2019. He is friendly with Kanye, but also kind of shaded Kanye at SNL in the past. Either way, they've run in the same circle, even more so now because of Kravis and Pete's friendship with Machine Gun Kelly and all that jazz. So they, they've been friends, whatever. She hosts SNL. It's Halloween. They're at the classic Knott's Berry farm that all these celebrities Mm -hmm. go to, whatever the hell that is. And they're on a roller coaster and Kim is like clutching Pete's hand in those exclusive photos of that, and that poor girl in front of them, like horrified on the roller coaster, but everyone's like (laughs) zooming in on Kim's hand. I would do anything to be that girl in that photo. Anything. I believe in you. I believe in it. I believe in it. So that was October 29th-ish. A couple days later, Kim touches down in New York. It becomes like a joke. It's like, oh, Kim's in Pete Davidson's Staten Island, or Kim's in Pete Davidson's New York, like native New York, like everyone lives in New York. Then she's spotted on Staten Island. They're at his favorite restaurant. A source confirmed to us that they dined privately in the back. They ate pizza. She ate carbs for this man (sighs) in a private dining room. At Campania in Staten Island. I mean, can you die? I mean, I, I... Truly have no words. And then that was November 2nd and then November 3rd out again, but this time in the city um, with friends. 
and you guys like what uh, do we think is happening here well first of all they were out in the city they were at zero bond last night the new members only sort of so house inspired club and do you know who else was at zero bond last night sarah Gwen Flamberg. <gasps> That's right. Wait, you guys, I just have to interject for a second because I do have to shout out the really amazing tequila that I tasted last night, which is a brand called Sincoro. Oh, there's by, no time. Did you see Pete Michael Jordan? Well, the moral of the story, Sarah, is that that Sincoro Anejo is the smoothest tequila. And you know that I'm a big tequila drinker. Yes. It is the smoothest tequila I have ever drank in my life. And suffice to say, I had drank quite a lot of it. So when people started texting me to be like, you're at Zero Bond and this crazy thing is happening at Zero Bond, of course, I, I could barely see, let alone see them. <laughs> you know that I would have, I mean, I, I would have like died three times over the way that I died watching the Gucci Love Parade show. So I didn't see them, but I will tell you that Zero Bond, which is a private club, new in downtown Manhattan, it's really sexy. Like there are tons and tons of little tiny rooms, a lot of exposed brick. It's very dark. It's much kind of like has much more of an exclusive feel than Soho House because of these tiny little rooms. Like it is very easy to not be spotted there. Mm. There are several floors. You could slip into one of these little nooks, never to be seen by the public. So well, I have no idea where they were, but I bet that they were somewhere very very public because they want to be seen together. I'm not really buying this one, guys. <laughs> I do want to know what Pete Davidson has. I have kind of a hunch, if you will, and it know. sounds oh, like oh the eggplant emoji. But, you know, I, I don't know. This, like, what a great way to, to be in all the tabloids and on every blog. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Because first of all, I received an email blast yesterday reminding me about a replica Pete Davidson dildo that does vibrate every time he's on television. And That's yes, hilarious. the dildo is tatted. It is sort I, of horrifying. I got that as well. I got that email as well. I yeah, thought stocking I, stuffer, perhaps? Oh, I'd see, that'd be a pretty big <laughs> stocking to stuff. Um, but I wanted to ask, because I feel like this is the question that the, the country, the world is asking, why are the hottest women in Hollywood attracted to Pete Davidson. I want to hear your thoughts, all of it. Sarah, tell us why the world is attracted to Pete or well, all the hot ladies in Hollywood. I mean, listen, it's obviously because he's funny and he has this like, no, give like the BDE and like takes no, like doesn't like take shit and like, no, like is in on the joke and he's must be very charming in person. Um, and I also think he probably is very complimentary to these women. I mean, he probably gets it his own high off of the most beautiful women in the world, your Kate Beckinsale, your mm -hmm. Ariana Grande, these famous women, you know, taking interest in him. Um, and I'm sure he treats everyone, you know, he, the way they should, like they're these big stars because he always is, he's self-deprecating. Yeah. Um, for Kim, I don't know. I don't know if it's publicity stunt, you guys. I will say, I think that she's a little upset that Kravis was getting all the attention. I think Agreed. that that's fair. Yeah. And she take that back a little bit. But I also think Kim, like, is probably just going through it a little bit. She just turned 21. She wants, like, to prove that she still, like, can get her groove back after the Kanye mess. You mean 41, not 21, 41. Sarah. Did I 41. You said 21. I was, oh, like, in her mind. obviously 41. Exactly, in her mind. <laughs> yeah, seriously, she's 21 to me. I don't know. And she never really, like, had, like, a party phase. 
I don't know what to think. True. I don't, I don't ship. I don't support. I don't want this for my Kimmy. This is not my Kimmy, mm-hmm. but I kind of understand what she's doing. The publicity doesn't hurt. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, listen, I agree with you. Like, I think that Kim deserves to have some fun. I'm not sure that she kind of ever really did. You're right, Sarah. She never really had a party phase. She never was allowed to make mistakes. Right. So let her have her fun. Um, I definitely think that Pete Davidson, other than, you know, I think he said it on Howard Stern that his, you know, thingamajig is long, pasty and thick, I believe was the actual quote. Maybe that's accurate. Who's to say? But I also think that, you know, like underdog guys just they try harder. They are more available. They are a lot of fun. They're really fun, fun, you know, like so. And definitely, definitely, definitely. She wants to take back some of the attention for sure. That is definitely it. I always yeah. just look at it with, I have a couple of friends who are obsessed with Pete Davidson and it's really the overarching, but I can save him thing. Right. It's the captain exactly. save a whole thing. This poor <laughs> sad guy, I can make him happy. I can change him. It's like a little bit of a savior complex, but I do think poor Kourtney Kardashian had what, two weeks in the spotlight before More Kim than just enough. snatched it back. More, <laughs> More than, than enough. enough. I saw a tweet that was like, I would, pay which the same i pay the same amount of money that i would pay to be the woman in the roller coaster to mm-hmm. see pete davidson and northwest interact <sighs> but I, I bet he's really, really good with kids honestly i bet he's really good with kids all right i can't I, I mean every time i see another headline about them i just like spiral so i can't wait to see what happens me too this is why we do what we do for messy moments like this well don't worry guys we'll be talking about this every damn week with a with a deep dive because we are fascinated All right, well, let's move on to um, a friend of the Kardashian family, Gigi, having the roughest week of her life mm-hmm. after Zayn was accused of shoving Yolanda Hadid, Gigi's mother. We heard from a source that Gigi has met with lawyers last week. She met with her new lawyers uh, to start helping with custody issues. A source reveals to us there will be conversations about custody. Um, the source also adds that Zayn will always have to be part of her life. She wants him in the baby's life. She knows he's going to be tied to the family forever but she still wants to make sure that she gets custody of kai sarah what do you think about these new developments and the future of the hadid malik family i mean talk about mess and like dark mess i mean when i read those court documents and i saw that he called her a effing dutch slut i just (laughs) i really did scream actually um So it really dark times over there at that Pennsylvania farm. I think that Gigi, I, my gut tells me that she really does want the peace here and she does want her daughter to know Zane, but she's worried about clearly some anger issues here. And Yolanda, from what we know from Housewives, is kind of a black and white kind of person. Like I could imagine her being like, Zane is dangerous. I don't want him around. We've heard some stuff. Obviously there was a security guard also involved um, in all of this. So they're clearly secured in the property and he tried to fight the security guard. So I could see Yolanda maybe wanting Gigi to keep Zane at, a, at an arm's length, but Gigi fighting to try to find a way to make this work and make peace. And hopefully, you know, he's going to be in like a year of, of anger management and probation and stuff because he for the four counts of harassment that he was accused for he got six months for or he got through four months for each so he's going to be in um some domestic violence classes and phys- and a 
anger management. So hopefully that helps, but I don't know. I think this is going to get really messy in the end, which is sad for the child. Oh, it really is so bad. It's so public. And we just know that Zane is so bad for Gigi. We also had a source tell us that she had to let security guards go because he blew up at them because of his anger issues. This is nothing new. And the fact that someone close to Yolanda felt the need to leak this publicly really shows the sort of wit's end that this poor effing Dutch not slut is at. <laughs> you know, that is so horrible to say to anybody, especially your mother-in-law and the grandmother of your baby like what the it's giving me very much like teen mom vibes where like the bad guy like doesn't get along with the parents and there's courts and legal mess it is just really the low end of the highbrow for them and i am feeling terrible about this Well, you know what I'm not feeling terrible about? Kristen Stewart. She's engaged. And she said it in a very engaged, get it? She <laughs> um, said it in a very interesting way on Howard Stern this last Tuesday. She announced that she was uh, engaged to screenwriter Dylan Meyer. She said, we're marrying. We're totally going to do it. I wanted to be proposed to. So I think very distinctly carved. So I think I very distinctly carved out what I wanted and she nailed it. We're marrying. It's happening. Um, I mean, great. So happy for them. But it, it, did it like rub anyone else the wrong way where she was like, we're marrying. That's it. We're marrying. I don't know why those quotes will haunt me for the rest of my life. I think she's just because she was like spotted wearing a ring. So maybe she just like assumed people like she's not really one to comment on her personal life after that whole affair with the Snow White director with Robert Pattinson. Like that <laughs> was weekly oh, exclusive. That was a great time to be alive. Um, but I think that maybe she now she's just like awkward and she maybe didn't know like what people knew or whatever. Who knows how how it's I didn't hear his part, how he formed the question. But she's I think just an awkward girl. But like yeah, happy a little for her. bit, a little bit. I think she's very in her own head. Yeah. Yeah, where she, I feel like she tries really hard to be cool, and the we're marrying way is sort of what what she does. <laughs> well, we have uh, Britney Spears. Uh, we have been asking questions every single week about what her family did to her. We need to know who to hate, who to love. Tell us, please, Britney. And we have some answers. Britney Spears did a classic post and delete on Instagram the other day, saying that her mother was the one who planted the idea of a conservatorship in her father's head. In the caption that she posted, she says, the most dangerous animal in the world is a silent, smiling woman. She says, my dad Dad, Jamie may have started the conservatorship 13 years ago, but what people don't know is that my mom is the one who gave him the idea. I will never get those years back. She secretly ruined my life. And yes, I will call her and Lou Taylor out. So take your whole, I have no idea what's going attitude and go yourself. This was sort of very shocking. I also love a post and delete from a celebrity because they get it out there, but don't have to seem like the bad guy. Um, but that it was Lynn's idea. I mean, what do you guys think? Just is, do you think this is true? Do you think this is the way Brittany sort of saw it without being able to talk to anybody? I think it's a very multi-layered and serious situation all around. I you know, my first thought was that when the conservatorship started, Brittany was actually fairly mentally ill. She needed help. You know, she had she was going through a lot, shaved her head, blah, blah, blah. So perhaps her mother did suggest the conservatorship then. And that would have mm. been a valid and caring thing to do. However, 
why didn't she cut it off sooner? Why yeah. didn't she allow Britney to have the freedoms that she wanted sooner? So I understand, um, you know, Britney's just she's she's throwing it all out there now. She really is. Um, I think there's going to be more to come, more surprises. I know. Jamie Lynn, good luck with your book deal. Um, well, some people who have had an even worse week than Lynn Spears, Alec and Haladia Baldwin. Yes, we know that Alec Baldwin tragically accidentally shot someone on the set of his movie Rust after a prop gun had real bullets in it. But things got even worse for them because they lost their very expensive, I hear, Bengal cat, Emilio. Hilaria posted on Instagram, she says, we can't find our cat, Emilio. I, I, I want to laugh because I don't want to cry because this is just so sad. This family's been through so much. Then their cat runs away. She said, we are also upset. He's microchipped, but no collar. They didn't mention Aww. when or how the family cat went missing. But... They found Emilio and he is back home, thank goodness. But this a is just a <laughs> roller coaster. They're like, you know, we have this sad, wrongful death thing. And now Emilio has run the house. It is just a really sad week for them. Does Emilio snack on how you say cucumbers? <laughs> I think he loves that, how you say cucumbers. That's funny because cats actually are like low-key scared of cucumbers. There's like video compilations on, <laughs> on Vine. Now it's on YouTube where you put a cucumber in front of the cat and it thinks it's like a snake and it jumps. I tried it with my cat a couple years ago before she died and she literally looked at it and like looked at me and was like, bitch, are you kidding? And walked away and had no reaction to cucumber. But there's a lot of really funny videos on the internet if you're having a bad day. I love God, the skills we pick up from this podcast. You're welcome, <laughs> listeners, for all of these hot tips. Yeah. Well, Sarah, why don't you, you guys are sort of like my sister wives here. Why don't you tell us about the other set of sister wives uh, and what's going on with them and why I'm not at all surprised that there is a breakup and divorce with the one. Honestly, nothing would make me happier. I used to be a sister wives stan. Back in the day, I would watch like TLC marathons get sucked in and honestly get like creeped out, but I couldn't look away. It was one of those things. Mm -hmm. And I fell off the sister wives a few years ago, which was upsetting for everyone, especially me. No one else cared. Um, but now I'm totally back in. I need to watch the new season of the show, which is probably why this announcement came when it did. It came two days before know, the premiere. It's, I mean, Chris Jenner is, is just really happy because I'm applauding quietly in the corner. But Cody Brown, if you don't know, is the head of the Brown family. He has four sister wives, Mary, Janelle, Christine, and Robin. And Christine, the third wife who he's been with for 25 years, announced mm -hmm. the um, just a, yesterday or a couple days ago that they are no more. She is done. She is leaving Cody. Um, they are not legally married. The one he's legally married to is Robin. He used to be legally married to Mary, who was his first wife, but they got divorced in 2014. So Cody could marry Robin, the latest installment to the sister wives and legally adopt her children from another marriage. So Christine, this is a spiritual union, so we don't need to get legal things involved necessarily here, but right. they do have several kids together and she has moved to Utah. And she wrote, after more than 25 years together, Cody and I have grown apart and I've made the difficult decision to leave. We will continue to be a strong presence in each other's lives as we parent our beautiful children and support our wonderful family. At this time, we ask for your grace and kindness as we navigate through the state within our family. So that leaves three wives and Christine in um, back in Utah because yeah. they left a while ago because Utah like got strict on their polyamorous yes. laws or something. Polygamy. The extra update here is, so he still has the other three wives, but 
everything we've been hearing and kind of check that out to the show is it's just like it's robin's world and they're all just living in it like these women who robin's the youngest and she i think during quarantine cody spent the most time with her those kids are the youngest he has the strongest connection with her it's the freshest because they've only been together for like a decade and he (laughs) is all in on robin and now miri who was the one you know if you remember those headlines got catfished a few years ago looking for companionship let's see what she's gonna do we've heard that they really don't like each other at all every there's headlines from the show where she's just like i hate cody but they're still together um and then you have janelle who i think is pretty much content with this like sort of friendship she has with cody and i don't think she's gonna run away anytime soon but i want miri to follow suit and leave cody with just these two wives and i want him to get a fifth one and i want everything Oh my God! Let's get a. And you should extra. have everything, Sarah. You should. <laughs> Thank you, you deserve all of those wives to come bring you mess on your television screen. Well, we got some really fun mess from some A-listers this week. A couple Jens and a Ben. There is lots going on in the Jens and Ben world. Jen Garner was on Instagram Live, and she had a big rock on that finger, leading us all to believe, I sure believe it, that she is engaged to the Burger King, John Miller. I just will never get sick of saying that. So while her people have yet to confirm this engagement, she's got an engagement ring on her hand, so happy for her. And Ben and Jen Lopez and Ben went trick-or-treating with Ben's kids and JLo's kids. And Jen Garner was there. And we're seeing the beginnings of some blended family realness here at trick-or-treating, a source tells us us that uh, Ben and Jen's kids are really good friends and all of the parents made it work for their kids to have fun trick-or-treating. Uh, you know, we there were other reports that they were civil, they got along. Um, and Jen Garner is, of course, like one of the coolest, most down to earth people in the world. But just seeing Jennifer Lopez on Halloween, like as a stepmom to your kids, just um, kicks me right in the teeth. I don't know about her. What do you guys think? I mean, it doesn't surprise me that Jennifer Gardner would take the high road and be amazing in this situation. And I'm sure JLo is very kind to her. I personally would have such a complex if um, my husband, ex-husband, not only went back to his um, fiance that he was engaged to before we got married and had kids, but if that fiance was Jennifer Lopez. Um, She's a better person than me, it seems like. And it's interesting to, you know, when when it was J-Rod, we saw the kids, we saw so much on Instagram because Jennifer Lopez is very open with her kids on showing their faces and everything Mm -hmm. online and getting her kids involved with her performances and A-Rod kind of jumped in on that. So we saw that family all the time. We know that the Affleck Gardner kids aren't on Instagram and they don't really share that side as much. So it's, we don't know, and we don't know nearly as much as we, as we used to. So happy to hear that there was a little Halloween interaction, um, for the kids sake. I just wish we got to see more of it. Like I need that. (laughs) Seriously. Who that family? You have a lot of demands from the world. Gwen Flamberg, what do you think happened in this trick or treat kids inspired reunion? I, I hope that it was a lot of fun. You know, one thing that I think is just so weird about Ben Affleck going back to Jennifer Lopez. I mean, it's just like their names are both Jennifer. Like, how weird is that? But they're both Jennifers. You know what you I know? think about like once a week? I don't know if this is just me, but in the movie 13 going on 30, <laughs> the cover that they um, sparkle and poise are fighting over is Jayla on the cover. Yes, it is. And Jennifer is. Garner's in the movie. And it's just, and that's like, here's, here's the thing. I mean, JLo is JLo. And you know that to me, JLo is, is one of my ultimate queens right but Uh jennifer garner is gorgeous 
smart, lovely, has a banging body. Great. You know, I mean, a lot of the time she's wearing like oversized jeans to, you know, when she's going shopping at Gelson's and really she should dress a little better for the paps, but she's still got that banging body underneath that. And I think that her, she and, and, and Ben have had this relationship for so long where like, you know, she's still always going to be his person, I think. Mm-hmm. But I, I think she actually is probably really happy that he's with someone who is stable, who can keep him on the straight and narrow, who is someone who will be inspiring for her children to be around, who she can trust her children being around. So I, I don't I, I think she's probably pretty cool with the whole thing. I love that they all reunited for Halloween. And I also really hope that Jennifer Garner is engaged to the Burger King and like she's going to live her happy life. It's exactly the kind of person who I would like to see her with someone who's outside of Hollywood and who just, you know, really appreciates her for her. Yeah. We love that. He's just slinging up patties all across the world, (laughs) just making it work nonchalant. If I were Jennifer Garner, I would be uh, calling my dermatologist. I would be getting a spray tan and I would be wearing every (laughs) amount of diamonds that I had to show up to this thing because that is, that is a tough, a tough lady to stand next to. But you're right. Jennifer Garner is banging. She seems really cool with it. There's a lot of worse options that Ben Affleck could pick for the new stepmother of their children. So I'm sure she's just counting her blessings. This is really sad, as always. Tori Spelling and Dean <laughs> McDermott. Yes. McDermott. Yes. Tori Spelling and Dean McDermott. Sarah, tell us what the latest is on this soon to be, I believe, allegedly messy divorce. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Tori, I mean, she spent a lot of Halloween tells this year. We had, you know, people mm-hmm. giving us giving us information based on their Halloween. Tori, for her part, was dressed as a dead bride, um, which I think was symbolic and beautiful as she does well. And a source has told us that, quote, there's just no trust there. It has been building up over time. Um and they, you know, it's, we heard, and from another source about this serious argument that they had a few weeks ago, that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back, but she still feels trapped. Then we had a source say that he's the one who actually feels trapped. He thinks sometimes he's single and he can take trips to see his friends, but he has a wife and kids and she feels like she's stuck at home. A source tells us that Tori, Tori is focusing on the kids and making work and making a living and he's not taking things as seriously. Um, I think it's just mess, mess, mess over there. It is where I need him to bring back his podcast that during lockdown, I was tasked with listening to every single week. That podcast was tough. That was up there. That was worse than like a wind down with Janet Kramer assignment. Oh yeah. Yeah. The wind down was uh, like more tragic somehow, but his was harder to listen to. Yeah. Wow. He should bring that back. I don't know what Dean's doing to be honest. Like, I don't know what his life is these days. Tori, I feel like is everywhere. So you got to give her that. Um, She's, making headlines whether she wants to or not i'm sure she does yeah absolutely uh so we will keep an eye on this story and uh a pre i'm so sorry about the breakdown of your relationship to tori and dean bring back tori on reality television for sarah and all of us please do you guys know what it's time for i think i do Oh, do you? It's time for Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania! 
yes, it is. We have <laughs> a lot of good birthday boxing contenders today. And the first one, it is going to go to Gwen Flamberg. We have mm. Matthew McConaughey, sorry, Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> who is 52 years old this week versus Mr. P. Diddy, Sean Combs, love the man of many names who is also 52 this week. Wow. Wow. Seemingly an even match. However, while P. Diddy is off in the corner changing his name for what? The fourth time? Fifth time? Not yeah. really sure. Isn't it Diddy now? Not P. Diddy? We yeah. don't really know. Matthew McConaughey is going, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> just, you know, just punching him. So I think that, you know, it's just it's going to be over for Diddy pretty quick. Oh, so sorry, Diddy Dids. Bop on to your little Diddy out of the ring. Uh, Sarah Huron, we have two cooks, chefs. Depends on who you ask. If you ask Kelly Ben Simone, Bethany Frankel is a cook and she is going to be 51 this week versus uh, a definite chef in himself. Gordon Ramsay is going to be 55 this week. Mm. You're a cook, not a chef. It's weird. It's weird. Um, Thank you. Yes. <laughs> obviously, Bethany Frankel is going to win because oh. she would just talk whoever out of this ring and just verbally assault them to the point where they ran away. And she has practice at it. Wow, Bethany. Wow. I never thought that she would over talk and over degrade Mr. Gordon Ramsay, <laughs> who is, you know, the king of the idiot sandwich. But that's wow. true, too. I kind of forgot who I was dealing with here because I kind of <laughs> was only thinking about Bethany Frankel. Um, but I'm going to stick with it because I can't go back now. <laughs> Congratulations, Bethany. Wow. And Gwen Flamberg in a very interesting last match. We have former housewife of the Housewives of OC, Gretchen Rossi, 43 years old, versus Tara Reid, who is 46. I mean, this is like a messy and ugly, extremely déclassé fight between two cheesy ladies. Yeah. Um, now, Gretchen Rossi, a little known fact is that she married one of my best friends, Chris Rossi. I've known her since she's quite young and pegged her as a gold digging. Uh, I, I'm not going to use any expletives on this family podcast when she Sweet was that to Zane. <laughs> exactly. Quite young. Uh, I do think she's a bit rough and tumble. But I think that Tara Reid would just shimmy up there and maybe like her good breast implant would like just punch Gretchen, who might be on, you know, some substances and would just fall over. Oh, my God. So we're going to give it to Tara Reid. God, I would honestly pay to watch that match between yes. Gretchen Rachi and Tara Reid. A lot of extension pulling. A lot of extension pulling in that match. A lot of extension pulling. Um, and back mm -hmm. to the Zane thing, I think a good trivia name that I'm going to use is the Dutch Sluts next time <laughs> I'm out. Uh, Sarah Huron, we have the three-way battle. We have Matthew McConaughey, all right, all right, all right, 52. Bethany Frankel, 51, versus Tara Reid. She's still in it, 46 years old. Bethany. <laughs> Bethany, I knew you'd pick it. Congratulations, Bethany Franklin. Please come back to the Housewives. You're so funny. And it just was not the same without you. Well, thanks to my host for crap talking Pete Davidson with me, Sarah and Gwen, and helping me spill all of this truly piping hot celebrity this week. Again, this is Travis Cronin on Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast with your weekly peek into the glamour, glitter, fashion, fame of your favorite celebrities. Because after all, they're, They're just, just like, like us. us. <laughs> wow, our worst one yet. Thank you guys for I mean, listening. Pick up the speed, you guys. <laughs> All right, we'll pick up the speed <laughs> next week. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. 
around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.